G'day everyone. Welcome to the Unbox Your Give podcast. I'm Rita Joy and today's topic is how to find your passion and motivation. This is a live video that I did and I thought that would be of huge benefit to you listening because it's going to really just extract all the noise of, you know how people say, find your passion, find your passion. You'll never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, great for those who have done it. But how do you do that? And then once you find your passion, does that mean that every day is going to be just like magnificent, bliss, like amazing, like, like nothing's going to bother me ever again? Of course not. So how do you sustain motivation? So one, how do you find your passion? And then when you find the passion, how do you just maintain the momentum of motivation? Like how do you build that up? And one of the biggest things that I want you to listen out for is that section on motivation because it's not about rah, 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 go read this book or go to this seminar or you can do all of that stuff and that's fine. But the added benefit of the motivation piece that you're going to be listening to in this podcast is something that you probably have may not have ever heard of before. And it's something specifically that has helped me to sustain my level of work ethic, my level of discipline. And because I'm, hey, at the end of the day, I'm a work in progress. And being able to put this under my belt, what we're going to be talking about in motivation is really going to help you to understand yourself most importantly and how to keep motivation independent of any book, any individual, any video, any podcast, anything outside of you so that you can be on demand. You can create motivation on demand by following these things. And by the way, the video that I did was on Facebook Live. So if you'd like to watch it there as well, it's uh, unbox your gift. So Facebook forward slash unbox your gift. And if not, make sure we uh, connect on Instagram because that's where I'll show all the behind the scenes and the stories and in the actual posts there. So make sure we connect on Facebook and on Instagram. Other than that, you have a great day wherever you are in the world. And here is how to find your passion and motivation. Enjoy. Morning, everyone. Welcome. Now, today's topic is about how to find your passion and motivation. Get this. Gallup did a study and found that 85% this year, 85% of the global working population, so it doesn't mean it's an Australian problem, an American problem, a Canadian problem, of the global working population don't enjoy what they do. 85% of people that are working around the world don't enjoy what they do. So why is that? Why is that the case? Now, it can, can come down to the fact that people are just not doing what they enjoy and they're kind of just hanging out in a job, paying lousy bills because, well, that's what they feel they have to do. I'm not here to preach otherwise. I'm here to just show you if you were wanting to find your passion, there are people who have done that. That's why I started a podcast called Unbox Your Gift, the Passion to Profession podcast, to showcase those people who have taken this idea, this passion, this feeling that they loved and how they turned that into a profession. Many stories on the podcast, go check that out. Primarily, I want to show and speak with you today about what it takes to find your passion, what it finds to take that thing that lights you up, what it takes not to be part of the statistic that is the 85% global population who kind of just are hanging out and just kind of getting by. So here's what you need to know. Your passion is made up of three criterion. Your passion is made up of three criterion. 
and they go as follows. Number one, it's what you did as a kid. Number two, it's what your aspirations are because the whole point of a goal is where do you project yourself to be in the future? And then thirdly, it's what currently occupies your time. What's your hobbies, skills, and talents? So let me take it back to the first one. What you did as a kid is so vitally important because it reveals to you who you are when the conditions of the world weren't hanging on you, when you didn't have to justify what you were doing based on the fact that this is going to get me smarter, this is going to make me, um, you know, make give me higher marks, this is not going to make me earn money, this is not going to be for a title. What you did as a kid was something that occupied your time that you didn't have any care for in the world other than the fact that you enjoyed it. And there was a natural God-given gravitation towards that. And if you look at anyone that you admire around the world, anyone that you have, you, you see in your eyes as a success, you will find that there is some relationship between what they're doing now and something that they recruited as a kid, a skill set, a trait, an activity that they did that they now picked up and have recruited it in their adulthood and that's why they're happy. Because your childhood, if you have children, watch them. Watch what they're doing. Watch what they naturally gravitate towards. Watch what they're inclined towards. And it could be very different to what you're interested in, which is what's so hard for most parents because, well, you know, they're not into this thing and I want them to be into this thing. But just give them the space to just be kids and see what they end up doing because playing in the sandpit could mean something a whole lot different than what it meant for you because we're all different. Now, what it means for you as an adult, okay, if you have kids or if you're a carer or a guardian, brilliant, you can just see what they gravitate. For yourself, it's now time to dig up, unearth that thing that you've buried so deep within you, which is your passion. And it revealed to you what it was when you were a kid. Now, you may not have had neon lights saying, this is your passion. Many people don't. In fact, I haven't heard of anyone having neon lights come out and say, this is your passion as a kid. But what you want to do is go back in time a time when you are not influenced by worldly pools and ask yourself, what did I enjoy doing and why? What did I enjoy doing and why did I enjoy doing those activities? Because that will expose the truth of where your heart really responds to, where your heart really feels at ease with. Now, for me growing up, and just to give you some background, for me growing up, I loved, you know, I didn't love speaking, but I had a, I just wanted to be able to express myself. And the best way I knew how was to speak. The best way I knew how was to grab a microphone and do it. That's what I used to do as a kid. Now, fast forward to when I went to school and a lot of the time growing up at school, you're not given a microphone to express yourself. In fact, if you're not giving the right answer, you are punished for expressing yourself, right? Whether it's in an exam, whether it's wasting time because you put your hand up and ask a question, the teacher's going, that's not a very good question. Can you see that? So at school, you're not rewarded for that. So I just thought, you know, maybe this is not, you know, I should not do this. I should focus on what the teacher wants me to focus on because that's how I'm going to get a good mark and that's how I'm going to know that I am being good at school and making or being successful. So all these external things were coming and pretty much giving me indications that what my passion was wasn't something that was going to be rewarded in the world, in the adult world, so I better just mould myself to what was. 
which was the school curriculum, the maths, the English, the writing essays, you know, all that kind of stuff that I had to put myself to like, which I never did really. I only did it obviously like most children that don't like it because that's the way to get a good mark and obviously get a good degree and then get a good, a good job. So why I'm sharing that story is that maybe you can find yourself in that. You can find yourself in that, that what you did as a kid, you enjoyed it, but back in school, back maybe uh, at university, during your work, it wasn't rewarded because it wasn't something that you could, you know, it wasn't anything to speak about or to work on or it wasn't part of the school curriculum or it wasn't part of the curriculum at university or it wasn't something that was the in thing to do and therefore you just kind of discarded it. But those little things that you and I did, they reveal who you are, what you gravitate towards. And it was only a matter of time, I think, really, that I would have started my own radio production. I would have only started my own podcast production. I would have started my own video production. It was only a matter of time before that happened for me. And that's the same thing for you. Once you can find that out, so go back, ask yourself what you did as a kid and why. That's going to reveal. If you take a look at anyone that's a success story that really you admire, you will find that. Like I said, that look at Oprah Winfrey. As a three-year-old, she would get up in church and she would read from the Bible and not just read from the Bible. She would memorize parts of the Bible and then she would recite it to the whole congregation at the church. Can you see now how that as a, as a skill set of a kid that she did is now transferred to her adult life and now she's known for that skill that she did as a church and people were saying, oh, that's really cute in church. But now fast forward many years later, she's now making her her living doing that thing that she loved to do as a child. Can you see that? Obviously, she's evolved from a talk show host and she's evolved from all of that, but that's where it starts. That's the seed of the passion. And that's how you evolve. As your passion evolves, so too does your passion. So that's the first thing. The second thing of finding your passion is, well, we all have aspiration. That's what goal setting is. What do you aspire to be like? What does your future look like? What do you want 2019 to look like, 2020 to look like? five years from now, five months from now, five hours from now. What is the projection, right? That's why we all wake up and we have goals and we study or we go to, you know, whatever it might be for you. And the thing that you want to look at when you're finding your passion is not just what's my goal in the future because it's like if you don't know what your passion is, I don't know, I don't know anything really. You'll be picking something that's really general like I just want to be happy or I just want to, well, what's going to give you happiness? Or I just want to want lots of money. Well, how much is a lot for you? Or I just want to have been executive, an executive of what and what industry? What kind of work do you want? To, can you see that? The more specificity you involve in your goal setting, the closer you'll get to attaining it. But when it comes to your passion, what you need to remember is that looking at your passion, what do you aspire to have a contribution like? So I'm not asking you, look out where do you want to project yourself to be in five years, 10 years, 10 months from now. What do you aspire to have a contract? Like, in other words, what do you want to leave in the world that you haven't yet done? I actually did a whole video on that yesterday. So if you haven't want to check that out, I won't repeat what I said from yesterday, but there was a whole video on what do you want to be remembered for that you haven't yet done and how that helps you. So that's really asking that question. What do you want to to do in the world? What do you want to leave in the world that you haven't yet done? 
because that's now not just speaking to you, I want to be. It's I want to, what do I want to create? What do I want to leave? What is the legacy? That is contribution. Because what you become, a lawyer, a doctor, a politician, a talk show host, whatever you become is for you, right? That's your title. You own that or you have that. But your, where you derive your fulfillment, where you derive your contribution, where you derive your value isn't in just a title. It's what you can do with that title. It's what you leave with that title. It's the work that you create with that title. And that is the contribution that you want to give into the world. And so that is what have you not done yet? What do you want to leave in the world that you haven't done? And by asking that question, you're now projecting into the future. You're projecting without having some esoteric big fat goal that looks so scary, but I should have a big fat goal because that's how I, everyone does goal setting. What I'm asking you is find your passion in a specific way. And the way in which you're going to do that is to set it out into the future and say, what contribution do I want to have in the world? What do I want to leave? And I don't mean just cure or just eradicate world hunger. That's a great goal. Go for gold. Do that. But if that feels like too big, too daunting, what contribution do I want to leave in the world? I wanted to bring up happy kids. I want to be able to just create a community garden that neighbours can come and get their organic crops and produce from. That, from something like that, to something of creating having happy babies from having eradicating world hunger anywhere on that spectrum right anywhere on that spectrum of what's your contribution because remember you might want to be something uh, a podcaster a vlogger you might want to be a public speaker whatever it is that you want to be that's a title and that's wonderful and that's beautiful but fulfillment comes when you give the contribution and so what do you want to leave in the world so step one in finding your passion is what did you do as a kid and why? The second step is to look at, well, what aspiration do I have in terms of what do I want to leave in the world? Who do I aspire to have a contribution like? And sometimes if you think, well, I don't know what I want to leave, just think of who do you admire and why do you admire them? Who do you admire in the world? And why do you admire them? And it's usually because they've done something. They've moved you in some way. They have inspired you. What is inspiration? To breathe in. Inspiration is to breathe in. Expiration is to breathe out. So someone that you have admired has actually added to you. So what is that for you? How does that impact you? Is that something like that you would want to do? I was coaching someone and they said to me, there's a lady in Cambodia who I think her organization is called Sunrise. I think it's called Sunrise. And she has started an orphanage there. And it's basically little kids in Cambodia who have been orphaned. Uh, she comes and educates them and helps them and helps them become, you know, strong citizens of their society without having to go and beg on the streets or, you know, maybe be trafficked on the roads. So she's created this orphanage and one person I was coaching said you know I'd love to do something like that I'd love to be able to create an orphanage or something where my help is direct to the people that I can help and to the and I said well so that's your that's what you aspire that's the contribution to have direct contribution starting up an orphanage if that's who you admire if that's what you say oh my god I'd love to be able to do that then that's what you're inspiration is that's what you aspire and so that's important because that is another clue to what your passion is but also ask the question why do you want that 
Why do you want to do that? Because asking the question why will reveal so much about where your head is. And if it's because just because I want to be admired, write that down. Because if I start an orphanage and people are going to say, oh, wow, she's so wonderful or he's so wonderful starting an orphanage because I will get admiration if you're why, be honest and write that down. There's nothing wrong with honesty, but getting it down on paper is the first step to figuring out what your passion is and where your God-given gift has to be deployed so that you can derive fulfillment and then you can give back with that passion, okay? The third thing with finding your passion is, drum roll, what are you doing right now like when you're not watching me, like when you're not at work, like when you're not doing the things you have to do. Like what are you doing? What's your, what are you spending your time on? What do you spend your time on? What are the hobbies, your skills, your talents that you do? By the way, guys, I'm looking up here and down there because I've got two cameras. Where do you aspire to have a contribution like? Like as part of me, where do you, we're going back to step, where do you spend your time when you're not on the job? And that's really important because if you're reading, what kind of books are you reading? If you're writing, what kind of things are you writing? Uh, if you are out and about, where are you out and about? If you are, what are you doing with your time that's not on a job? Because that's going to reveal to you where you spend your time to give you relaxation, to give you joy, to give you happiness, to give you uh, excitement, that gives you energy. And then why do you spend your time there? And don't tell me something like, because I have to, because I have to do, do X, Y, Z. What do you enjoy doing when you're not on the job? That's the question. What do you enjoy doing when you're not on the job? And why? You could do so many things. Why those specific activities? And that's going to give you insight into yourself once again. What is insight? Insight is seeing with your heart. What you see with your eye is sight. What you see with your heart is insight. So you're trying to go with these three questions, create insight into yourself. Hmm. It's a nice heart. So once you do that, guys, you're going to see a pattern emerge. You're going to see a pattern as to what it is that really lights you up, energizes you, excites you. And that's what you're looking for. And you're going to know so much more about yourself, about how you are and why you are the way you are. Now, there is no passion without building the foundation on your personality and your values. I've done a separate video on that, so go a, and a podcast on that, so go check that out. But those are the foundations of finding your passion. Now, how do you add motivation to that? How do you add motivation? Let me tell you one thing. Motivation comes from doing what you enjoy. If you enjoy something, you're going to do it more often. That's why they say if you're going to start an exercise regimen, like I'm going to go and get fit, well, start an exercise that you enjoy don't run if you hate running. I mean, there's a separate time and place. Well, there's a separate time and place to push yourself. But if you just need to get fit, then just start out with some exercise that you enjoy. Dancing, cycling, uh, rowing, whatever it might be that you enjoy. And once you enjoy and build momentum, now you can add other things to the mix to challenge you and to get you out of your comfort zone. But with as far as your passion is concerned, it's the same thing. If you have to enjoy it first. How are you going to enjoy it? By finding your passion. How are you going to find your passion? By doing the three things we just discussed. Even better, go to unboxyourgift.com and download the free uh, training video that's available, and I don't know how much longer for, that will teach you how to do it. So once you do that, once you find your passion, and that now that you are doing something that you enjoy, how do you keep motivation? Because even though you find your passion, 
doesn't mean every single day is going to be blessed. doesn't mean every single day is going to be like out of this world, amazing. It can be towards that. But there are going to be times you're going to be feeling dips. There are going to be valleys and then they are going to be highs. There are going to be dips. There are going to be valleys and they are going to be highs. So at the end of the day, motivation, the way to sustain motivation that I've learned for myself is it's, it's going to sound so counterintuitive. You're going to go, what the? But this is the God honest truth. Motivation long term, the key to that is keeping your word to yourself. That's the honest truth. And, and what do I mean by that? This is you want to write this down. Keeping your word to yourself is the ultimate, ultimate motivator for any individual. How? Because when I say I'm going to wake up, at 4 a.m. in the morning, and I do that, I'm building muscle in my courage and my confidence because I'm keeping to my word. If I say I'm going to wake up at 4 a.m. every morning because that's my commitment, and then I wake up at 4 a.m. first morning, 4.30 the next one, 5 o'clock the next day, 5.45 on day four, do you know what I mean? Like if my word is not kept and I kind of waver in my commitment to myself, then any time I need to make a decision, Anytime I need to find my passion, anytime I'm given an opportunity, I'm not going to be confident, I'm not going to be motivated because I haven't trained the muscle of motivation. And motivation is really just keeping a commitment because I'll tell you what, anyone that's trained really hard for anything, whether it's an athlete, whether it's in business, whether it's in a career, whether it's in corporate, whether, whatever it is, they have trained themselves to be motivated by keeping their word to themselves. Because if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. See, the problem is that when we get an opportunity to do something, we're like, I don't know if I can do this. And the reason why we think I don't know if I can do this is because, well, I have a history of not keeping my word to myself. And so I might be excited right now in this moment because I've been to a seminar or read a book or heard a teacher or listened to a video. I might be really excited to find my passion and go after it. But then tomorrow is going to hit and then the traffic's going to hit and then I've got to run some errands. And then I, life is going to get in the way. And then I just don't know. Was I just like in a fuzzy haze thinking I could do this passion thing? Was I just like not in my own head? Is, is that for people who are weird and strange to find your passion? But you're going to start questioning yourself. Why? Because it's a habit. And then the muscle of you wanting to find your passion, that drive, that motivation, that ambition is going to be overcome by your own doubts because your own courage or confidence and keeping your word to yourself is very flimsy and because it's flimsy any other opportunity that's new that's different that's unknown is going to make you think twice about should I do this or not it's going to make you think twice because you you have a history and the way to overcome that is to decide for yourself right now and maybe start small but start by keeping your word to yourself. If you say you're going to be at 4 o'clock and meeting a friend, then be there at 3.55 so you can keep to your word. If you say you're going to do X, Y, Z, keep to your word. Don't you ever say anything without knowing that you can keep to it because that's how you're building your muscle. That's how you sustain motivation long term even when you don't feel like it. Because there will be days when you won't want to go for your passion. There will be days when you don't want to exercise. There will be days when you don't want to be the better person and not have an argument. Right? There will be days, right? 
But the only way where you can outdo those feelings Oh, that's going to overwhelm you is to keep to your word. If you keep to your word, you can keep motivation for as long as you want. And now you're not dependent upon a book. You're not dependent upon a person. You're not dependent upon a video. You are not a servant of someone's words or someone's persuasive speech to get you all motivated. You have that on demand because you've built it in yourself. And how powerful would you be if you had that skill set built in? because you worked at making sure the muscle of motivation is being built over and over and over again simply because you keep your word to yourself. Now, isn't that hot? Isn't that just a hot skill to have? Because now you just rely on the fact that if I say I'm going to do this, that I'm going to damn well do everything I can put all my resources, energy, every fiber of my being into this to make sure I make that happen. Even though it's something maybe maybe is something as insignificant as waking up at 4 a.m. in the morning. But as long as we can keep our, we stack it up, we stack up. Then when we get an opportunity, when we get an opportunity given by God, we're not going to go, can I do it? Am I, am I good enough? Am I enough? Well, I'm going to find a way because I always keep to my word. It doesn't mean we're going to not fail. It means we just, even though we might not, we fall short of the result, even though of that, we still keep to our earth. And that builds the muscle so that the next time we attempt it, we make that better at progression. We tweak it and we grow up and up and up until finally we get to the outcome that we're after. And that's how to find your passion and motivation. Your passion is made up of what you did as a kid, your aspirations, what do you aspire to have a contribution like? And thirdly, what occupies your time right now? That's how your passion is made up. It's all within you. It's not outside of you. It's not a test that you do online and it spits back an answer that you should be a uh, carpenter, you should be a uh, presenter, you should be a videographer. It's not like that. It's within you because now you then you have control. And then at the same time, motivation, long-term, is that which you keep to your word. When you keep to your word to yourself, to nobody else but to yourself, you build the power and then you build the resilience independently of any book, of any seminar, of any individual. You, if all those were taken away from you and you're just left with God Almighty and you just you, you know you can trust and put your faith in God first and then in yourself that you're going to meet that commitment no matter what. And that's the deal, independent of any third person around you. Right, does that make sense? That's real motivation, right? Now that's total gangster motivation. That's like you can't touch me motivation. That's like you try and put me down. I don't need, you, you can go to seminars, by all means, go read books, go, go and listen to the individuals that light you up. That's brilliant, keep doing that. But wouldn't it be super duper if we could do that independently as well, if not even better? So that's how I wanted to leave that with you guys. If this has been of value to you, if you feel that this has made a difference for you and if you know that someone else would benefit, then please click the share button. Please click it and just share it around, like it, give it a thumbs up so I know that this is hitting home, so I know that this is making a difference, so I can give you more of this. And then by you sharing, by you liking it, by you giving me a heart with it, by you extending this to someone else, lets me know, that's my feedback, that this is the topics that really resonate with you so I can give more of that to you. So wherever you are in the world, 
I hope this has been of benefit. Let me know how you go with it. I would love to know. Go and do some of these things. Go and keep to your word. Go and start small and build it up and build it up and build it up and see how that changes your courage, your confidence, your esteem for yourself, how that really molds you differently than to where you are now. And then start looking for your passion. Look at those three things that we spoke about and how can you go back and really mine those those little gems that you've got in the background of your life that can really speak and really propel you and give voice to your passion. Have a beautiful day wherever you are and I'll catch you soon. Remember my advice to myself and to you, life is a gift, unbox it.